Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. We are daring to be different, always daring to be different. This is Yaya Diamond, your host. I am ecstatic about this next show that we're about to have today. You know, getting motivated can be a challenge, I could say. It could be a challenge, you know, especially self-motivation. How do you self-motivate? Well, we have people on the on the line today that are going to explain not only what they're doing, but how they're doing it, how they're going about it. And then you'll hear how they're motivating themselves within their stories to tell you that it's not as hard as you think it may be. I want to thank you for tuning in with us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, and the Dream Chasers Radio and TV Networks. Thank you again so much for tuning in. And don't forget to uh, join us on Facebook and Twitter and all the other different social media platforms. Just just, just look Yaya Diamond Dream Chasers Radio. You'll find us everywhere. I want to welcome our first guest to the show, and I want to say thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hi, my name is Amervis Lopez-Cobb. I am a wife, mother, and I like to jokingly say a uh, recovering corporate America survivor. But seriously, I'm, I'm a oh speaker, trainer, and consultant. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Oh, wow, girlfriend. That's a lot. That's a lot. So tell me, how did you, I mean, a reco- uh, let's go back for a second. A recovering, what? A recovering corporate America survivor. That's a lot in one sentence. What does that mean is exactly? What recovering okay. is? It's like I'm a recovering so, drug addict, you know. I'm not, but I'm just saying. It just, it just makes it seem like as if it's like a disease or something, you know, some kind of an addiction. No, um, you make an excellent point. Um, it, it could be, it could be uh, an addiction, I, I would say, uh, in, in the, you know, when you get on a hamster wheel of, of corporate America and you're trying to work your way up the ranks, you, mm-hmm. as soon as you, you accomplish whatever it is that you're looking for, uh, it, there's an addiction to, to self-motivate and say, what's next? And so you continue right. on that perpetual, what's next, what's next, what's next? And then one day you stop and you realize that what's next might be what's next for you, not for corporate America. Hmm. And how so did you realize that's that? what I, I mean, am doing. How, how, did you, how did you get to that point? Um, in February of this year, you know, I had a little situation in the workplace where instead of asking why, I had to ask what. And so I wasn't really being fulfilled with what was going on. Even though I made it to, to vice president the year before, I didn't feel that sense of accomplishment where I was really affecting people's lives. And so this year I decided that I wanted to do something that would help focus on helping women optimize their professional potential. And while I was doing it in ancillary ways in, in corporate America with um, getting involved in different employee engagement groups, getting involved in women leadership initiatives, I really wanted to do it outside of that environment and on a broader scale. And with the Internet and technology nowadays, it, that's not impossible. That's very doable. 
You know, that is something that, you know, you jump out of one thing into uncertainty. How did you how, how did you do that? Did you get scared? I mean, was that a nervous, <laughs> like a twitch or something, you know? <laughs> was I scared? I was terrified. Um, I, I When I said jokingly earlier about um, recovering, you know, to a certain degree, it's a process and, you know, there's going to be a struggle. And, and, you know, there's some days where you're you're 100% you know it's going to work. You don't know what's on the other end, and you, you dive down Alice in Wonderland's rabbit hole, and you know that mm-hmm. there's going to be wonders on the end. But you're also, to a certain degree, you know, a little fearful. And so every day I have to fight that, that inner voice <clears throat> that, that, um, that reminds me that this is, this is scary. You don't really want to do this. And I have to mm-hmm. look back and say, yes, that is a little scary, but I do want to do this because no risk, right. no reward. Right, right. And what motivated you? I mean, you know, I understand that you wanted to get out of the corporate world, and I understand that you wanted to kind of jump in, in, into something that you really love to do. But what, what ultimately was your motivation? I mean, there had to be a, a click somewhere, kind of like, a, oh, my you gosh, what, it, what am I doing? It, it was during a period of time where I had a good three weeks to a month where I was getting a lot of um, text messages and phone calls and uh, people from from around the country, because I'm from Philly, so Philly to mm-hmm. the West Coast, I'm in Vegas now, who were sharing similar stories and mm. going through a lot of the same things that what I was going through. And for some reason, um, they were sharing with me in ways where I felt like, wouldn't it be wonderful if we had a program or, you know, some kind of business or some a combination of all, a nonprofit or something that would be able to let let people know that they're not alone in their stories and there are tools and resources and ways that we can all um, collaborate and work through some of these things. And the biggest Mm -hmm. thing for me has been community. I mean, I think that when we talked earlier a little little bit about fear, having that sense of community that we're in this together and having people to collaborate with reduces a lot of that fear. And, And that's important. I think that's what really drove me to say, let's, let's get something going here where if I, if I don't have the resources or the tools, I'm certainly connected to, to other people who may have it. So I can say, hey, let me introduce you to so-and-so. They have something that mm-hmm. you might need, even though I don't have it. Right. Wow. Wow. That must have been like an eye-opening thing. When it started, did it, did it hit you or did it take a while? It was a shock. Um, it didn't really take a while. It was more of a it was like I woke up and said, this is what I need to do. Um, but the seeds were being planted. As I go back and I look at all the things that were transpiring, people were planting seeds, some people were watering it, and then I woke up and was like, this is what I need to do, is I need to help other women optimize, you know, their potential along their professional journey. Because uh, a lot of my frustrations during, during my growing up, so to say, in my career, I could have avoided if I had some of that, some of that feedback. Now that's not to say that I, I didn't have mentors along the way. Um, I didn't have formal mentors, like a mentor mentee program. I did have people that um, gave me feedback and said, Hey, you know, you, you probably need, if you want to get into management, you need to go back to school. You need to get your bachelor's degree. You need to get your master's degree. You need to get your certifications. I had those kinds of mentors, but the type of mentors that I'm talking about are more of the spiritual mentors, be above and beyond, you know, the ones that really help you imagine beyond the educational aspects of, of things, what you could do and how you can work through some of the, some of the obstacles in, in your professional journey. Mm. 
Wow. Wow. Now, you know, being that now that you're into a totally different area of, of your life, okay, from corporate America now to you. I mean, literally, you jump from forget everybody, I'm doing me. What is it like? <laughs> what is it like? Um, there are uh, freeing aspects of it. You get to control your own schedule, you have a sense of freedom, you decide who you talk to and who you don't talk to on any given day, who you want to do business with, who you don't want to do business with. Um, there's, there's more uh, feeling of control over what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also where you know that when you're, when you're grinding, you're going to be grinding a lot, and it's going to be for the outcome that you want to see at the end, not somebody else's outcome. And so there's, right. there's days where I'm like, okay, what did I accomplish today? And I run down my, my list and something, some things I didn't, didn't check off, but that's okay. They were not the most important ones. And I have to remind myself not to hold myself to such high standards that I beat myself up because I didn't work through all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, in corporate, there was a lot of intense pressure uh, to get certain mm-hmm. things done. And you just never knew where you stood on the other side of things. Now, you say not beat yourself up. What do you mean by that? <laughs> okay, so so being a type A personality, um, mm-hmm. you, you, we, I'm a type A personality, so I tend to um, want to do a certain number of things. And I have to realize that even if I did nine things out of the ten and the tenth thing didn't get done, that doesn't make me any um, – does it make me any less? I am enough regardless of that. I am good enough regardless of that one, that one thing. And I think that beat yourself up aspect of it is, again, that inner voice that jumps into our, our, our minds that we have to constantly say, you're not welcome here. Mm. You're not welcome in my mind. You need to leave so that I can focus on the good, wonderful, positive things that I have done and accomplished on any given day and feel that sense of appreciation. So what I've started to do, mm-hmm. to do is I've started to uh, uh, work on a little gratitude journal. And so um, I'll start writing down the things that I'm grateful for. And even if I didn't get something done, I still feel wonderful because I, I accomplished certain things and I'm so grateful and appreciative of all the wonderful blessings that I have in life, my family, my friends, community, that I get to, to do what I want to do at this point in my life, um, that I was able to um, – save enough money where I could actually jump into the pit like this and do this. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do that had I not saved that six-month emergency savings that we're often told to do, uh, mm-hmm. where it would have been like, all right, I'm going to jump from one job to another and continue that, that, that hamster wheel, that rat race. Mm. Wow. Wow. Now, now that you've gotten, you, you know, you, you're at that point now where you jump. Geronimo, you know, you're, you're all in. It's like, it's like you're in. Yeah, That's I'm it. All in. You can't, you can't, you can't back out. You can't go. What does it look like now that you're in it? You know, most people, they, when they come out of something and they go in it and it's scary, it really is scary. It's just, it's like, wow, my whole rug has just been pulled up from under me. And what the heck am I standing on? You know, but now that you're in it, what is it like? for you now that you have a future in it? It feels good. I feel great. I, uh, I'm i going to use an example, you know, on, on Saturday, May 4th, 
I was at a, a, a women's accelerate women's conference. It was a conference to help mentor and motivate small business owners that are women. And um, the feeling that I got from, from being able to do that and the, the young women that I spoke to after the conference who came up to me and shared with me how, how they felt about, you know, me being real about the struggles and the challenges that we have as women to get to where we are, where we are whether it's self-employment or whether employment, I can't tell you, I was on a rush and a high all, all weekend. And I felt mm-hmm. like I wouldn't have been able to do that in my old life and in my new life. Mm-hmm to be able to affect their lives that way and connect with them and, and exchange contact information and go have coffee with them. And um, I had a, uh, a young, young woman who was a staff assistant for uh, a congressman who came to, to the session, came to the, to the conference and um, provided certificates of congressional recognition. I connected with her for coffee. I felt great that we scheduled that. I, it was exciting. And then I went to another mm-hmm. session and I ran into her again and it was just, she's like, Hey, what, what can we do to help you, your organization? How can we partner? And there's no, no greater feeling I think than being able to give. I mean, I get it. I understand that when you, when you, when you have a career where you're able to, to, to give to other people, that's just, mm-hmm. I can't tell you this is the national, the most natural high, maybe like meditation. <laughs> I tried that this year too. That was, that was a great, great uh, <laughs> natural high there. <laughs> you know, getting that high, getting that, getting that certainty—that's that's a big deal. That is a very big deal because it doesn't come very often, and and not many people um, can manage that. How now that you have that, you have that certainty. You kind of got like a way of you're going. You you have a direction that you see. Where can people reach you so that they can join with you? Because I know that your whole goal is to advance women in their goals, in their dreams, in, in whatever you need to get them, you know, to, to get to the next point. Where can people reach you? So I created a, a website uh, called Amervis.com. I'm going to spell it mm-hmm. uh, A as in Apple, M as in Mary, E as in Edward, R as in Robert, V as in Victor, I as in Israel, S as in Sam, dot com. Um, my name already is, I would say, unique. So I didn't want to overcomplicate it with a bunch of things. Uh, so I just went on to WordPress in January, taught myself how to do WordPress, and I created this site called Amervis.com. And I put on there, you know, a connect form and some information where I feel like if I, if I wanted to connect with other people, that would be a good way of doing it. My phone number is on there. My email address is on there. I think I've taken it to the point where if I want to add other things, uh, I need to, to get some, some help, and I'm working on that. Um, to make it a little bit more user-friendly. Uh, but the basics mm-hmm. are there, and you really just, uh, in some ways, when people want to connect, you just really need the basic information. What is it that you do, and how can I get, up, get in contact with you? And that's what's out there. I also have, right. yeah, yeah, another personal blog that I created called BreakingBadlands.com, and that's more on the personal front. Uh, the stuff that I have on there is really uh, my sharing, some of my personal, personal uh, experiences in the form of lessons learned, and also the the um, the book that I'm about to publish this year is on that particular site. It's not more of a personal uh, sharing with the world right now. Right, right. Wow. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. You know, having people on the show that have a vision that have gone from one high point and and given it all away to do what they love to do. What kind of advice do you give those people who are kind of in that? 
I really don't think, and, and they don't have that six-month cushion. Now, most mm-hmm. people don't have a six-month cushion. And, you know, I I mean, I did. I, I, I kind of do still now, but, I, you know, you, when you're in business, you don't really have that. You know, you, you, you kind of work like this. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but what, what kind of advice do you give uh, those people that want to jump from one thing and go into their dream job? Um, number one, I, I really do believe that um, dreaming and part of what the dream, chaser, dream chasers um, philosophy that I love so much is, is that not only, not only do I feel like they should be, feel free to dream, that, that it's okay to dream, but mm-hmm. writing down their goals, that there's something in the power of putting their goals down to, to paper or pen or whether it's, you know, software or workbook, um, documenting their goals and they may not have the six-month cushion at first, but taking little steps to build that out, small, little, just start to, as you would, save for other things, set that aside, set that time to dream aside, calendar it in, put an hour a week and say, I'm going to work on my goals for an hour this week, and this is that time, and it's un- uninterrupted time. And the saving, same thing, I'm going to set this much aside to save. And the, the number one thing besides that is just to believe in yourself. Regardless of whether you, mm-hmm. you've done, documented your goals, saved the money to get to where you need to go, connected with other people, um, that self-belief is, is critical in that feeling that you get from envisioning what it is that you're going to accomplish with your goals and keeping that feeling going. Um, I kept mm-hmm. looking out and saying, okay, I'm, I, this makes me feel really good. Don't let anything deter you. From knocking. Don't let what other people say to you. Don't let that disbelief creep into your mind in any way, shape, or form. And, and then the universe mm. will conspire to bring together everything that you need to make that transition. I, I truly believe that. Mm. Mm. And you're right. You're right. It, you know, I tell people all the time, hey, you tell me, you believe. You got it. Great. You can. You believe, but then you don't got it. Or I don't believe. Well, then great. You, I mean, I agree with you on every front. Whatever you believe, I believe too. You know, so it's like, (laughs) it's true though. I mean, think about it. If you use a but, then you've canceled everything out that you've said before. All that positive energy has gone down the drain. You know, it's a but, it's down, it's gone. If you just say you believe it, but you don't believe it, but it's a hype, eventually you'll believe it. But when people come in, they say, well, I don't think, I don't know, I don't. Then I believe that too Um, because it's all in the person. It's not in me, the motivator, to actually motivate the person in the beginning. It's more like what what can I find out about this person that I need to know so that we can move forward from this point, you know, and I think that that's going to be amazing for you in the leadership experience and also coming from Blue Cross and MGM and, and all the stuff, the gaming technology and everything that you've done, I think that you have so much knowledge to give to people, 20-plus years of management and leadership experience. Girlfriend, you go for it. <laughs> Thank you. We can, we you can inform and we can inspire, but people have to get self-motivated if they really want it. That's what this show is about. That's what this show is about. So being self-motivated, how do you do that? You know, you just have to jump sometimes. Sometimes you just have to say, Geronimo, and go for it. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, it it is what it is. 
it is what it is. You know, the top executives, the top people, one point in their lives, if they were, if they, if they're self-made, they had to jump. And read, and they read a lot. That's another thing. I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I've been. Yeah. I think it's important to also mention that they read a lot, and I've been reading a lot. And even if you read 45 minutes a day, you can get through a book in about a week, depending on how big the book is, and you will glean some nugget from that that will help you on your journey. Oh, definitely. I do a lot of audio books because I'm always traveling and meeting the meeting the meeting. And so in my car, I have I have uh, time, so I subscribe to audio audiobooks. And I also go online on YouTube. They have free audiobooks there that you can listen to on motivation and planning and budgeting and all kinds of stuff and time management. It's all free. It's all free. It's yeah, the next free. one on my so, list is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. So that's on my, I'm, I'm ooh, trying to get that like one audio because it's pretty thick. <laughs> oh, no, I like uh, it. It gifted to me in the mail by somebody. <laughs> and I was like, all right, you trying to send me a message? Yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know. I like me kind of like right now, but maybe I should like break the habit of being myself. I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in it. That's I gotta, okay. I gotta open it up. But it's pretty thick. I want to get it on audio, like you said. So when I go to, on the on the road, I can yes. listen to it. Can listen to it. Yeah, and that's my biggest thing. I don't really have time to sit down and and actually read a book most of the time. Most of the time, um, yeah, the books just sit there. But the audiobooks, I go, I go through them. I go through three three audiobooks a week, probably, which is a wow. lot. You know, and then That's I'll good. redo them. I'll redo them. I, I go through about nine to 12 books a month on audio. So, um, yeah, because I want to know. Yeah, if, that's a lot. That's really good. If we can just do three or four, yeah. that would be good, too. So that's important. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I I go through. I I get the nuggets and then I go back and I re-listen to them if I miss anything, and I'll and like I'll go through like, you know, nine books in a month and then I'll go through three of those same books the following month just to see if I missed anything, if it really captured my attention, you know. So I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. You just have to keep learning. You have to keep going. But Amiris, thank you so much for being on the show. Did I torture your name just now? No, you're fine. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. It's pretty close. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to say anything after Umar. <laughs> thank you. Well, so thank you for, for having me. I'm really show. grateful that you were able to to fit in, fit in me, fit the slot in so quickly. That's, that's awesome. I really appreciate it. Oh, anytime, anytime. And happy and Mother's Day. You. Happy Mother's Day. And you too. And you are you that's a mommy? Good. I am a mommy. I'm a mommy of three. Oh, a happy Mother's Day too to you, girl. You do a lot and a mother of three, girl. You go for it. <laughs> you do your thing, girl. All right, All right. Thank so you. thank you. All you right. guys, you know I'll how go. to reach her. You, uh, yeah, definitely. You go ahead and go down on our description box below the interview, and you will see that link. You copy and paste that into your browser and go and check out this page. I've already checked it out. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so will you. That's A-M-E-R-V-I-S dot com. Uh, Again, just copy and paste that into your browser and go for it. Thank you again so much for being on the show. Thanks, Yaya. Bye. No problem. I told you it wouldn't be hard. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Talk again soon. Uh, Wow, what a wonderful person. You know, 
I have so many different people here that inspire me. You know, I, I mean, you know, think about this. I've been here, and I've been doing this for a while. I'm inspired. She just, she does corporate America. She says, bye. And she just, she did her own thing. And here she is going after her goals, doing her thing. And I appreciate her being on the show. That's Amervis, Amervis, but at A-M-E-R-V-I-S dot com. Go ahead and check that out. And uh, we have one more interview coming up. Hopefully that person will have the chance to call in. I know that it is Mother's Day, and so, you know, me scheduling on Mother's Day is interesting because I totally forgot it was Mother's Day. But this is a great Mother's Day present for me. It keeps me motivated uh, throughout the year. And don't go away. We'll be right back. See, daring to be different can be a little bit complex, especially since you have to leave behind what you know to get in what you don't know. It's like jumping from one thing that may be so secure and so so rewarding, but yet so boring and you hate it, to the one thing that you know you love, but the chances of it happening in your mind, because it, it could, it, it would happen. But the chances of it happening in your mind are a little skeptic because you, you, it's insecure. You're insecure about it. You can be on, um, you can be on a little bit of a shaky ground when you first go in, and so it can be a challenge. I'm not gonna say can be. I'm just gonna say it is going to be a challenge. But that's okay because as we challenge ourselves, as we move forward, as we open up to the possibilities of being that entrepreneur, of going for that goal, of being that person that challenges the, the the direction, the norm, you know what I mean? Like you're driving on the right side of the road or you're driving on the left side of the road, and, and you want to drive in the middle. Why not? I, I, want, to, I want to ice skate. I want to roller skate instead of doing something different, instead of walking. I want to, I want to get skateboard. You know, at 50, 60 years old, some people may even say, you're crazy. I can't believe you're getting ready to do that. And you know what you tell them? I don't know. You tell me. How do you self-motivate? How do you get yourself out there? How do you challenge the norm and be different? We have our next guest on the line. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hi, this is Donnie Masters. I'm a book author and a businessman. Hey, Donnie, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, Yaya. Thank you for having me on your show this evening. Yeah? So I see that you left the business in 2015 to begin working on your first book. Tell me what that was like. (laughs) It was quite the leap, to be quite honest. I uh, decided that uh, in 2015 I had done several years in the mattress industry. Uh, I had worked my way up from a salesperson at your local mattress store 
um, all the way up to a district manager for the company. I was one of, I believe, about 23 at the time. Um, and I decided that I had had enough of it, that I had been in that rat race and that I had I had played that corporate game um, and that I just thought that I've had enough. You know, it was time to move along and do something else. Um, and so I, I ended up getting my education. I uh, went back to school, and, of course, I got my bachelor's degree, and I decided that I was going to get into business and accounting. Um, and that's kind of where I made the transition. Um, and that's that's when I got out of the mattress game and I said, you know what? I think somebody needs to write a book and kind of explain this to the consumer. Wow. Wow. You went back to school. What was that like? I mean, was that scary? I'm not I'm not gonna lie. That's a little bit that's a little bit intimidating right there. You went back to tell me about that. Uh, I'm not your typical person. Uh, and most people, they leave high school, and then they either make a decision that they're going to enter, enter the workforce or they're they're going to go to school and get their education. Um, I'm kind of the, the oddball of the group. I tried that traditional college thing. Um, I tried it a couple times, and I failed at it a couple times. I could not sit in a classroom and listen to somebody lecture me and, and take tests and cram all this information in my head that was – just useless knowledge that I was never going to need. Um, and mm-hmm. I did it three times unsuccessfully. And finally mm. I gave up. I got so frustrated. I figured after three times I couldn't do it, right? It did, you know, obviously this is not for me. And right. I gave up. And so it took years and years. And then finally with the, you know, the advent of the Internet, they they finally started doing online education and more and more classes were available online. And I realized that I could work at my own pace, and I realized that I could really spend time on things that I thought I really was doing well in or, or you know, I really learned a, a bunch of different things that, that made the difference to me. And so education became fun, and, and then I was just flying through it. And it was like, man, if it was like oh. this all along, I could have done this 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Wow. Wow. Okay. 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 I have to go back. So you went. You you have your writing career. You were nominated for a book a book award. Um, critically appraised as a great read that went a long way in decoding some of the longest standing myths about money and all the related problems. So tell me exactly what it is that you do. Like, and you deal with money now. Um. Do you write about money? Is it all money? Is money? <laughs> I know I'm funny. I, yeah, I, just... I write about real life. That's what I write mm. about. And and I kind of mm. explained earlier, but I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that. I, I did yes, the mattress book. And, and mm-hmm. I put that out, and, and I didn't think anybody in the world would want to read a boring book on mattresses. And boy, was and? I wrong. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not only did people purchase my book, I started getting these reviews online. And on Amazon to this day, you'll still see the reviews. And, and it's it's amazing to me that I'm I'm constantly getting four- and five-star reviews for this little book of mattresses I wrote when I didn't know anything about writing books at all. And I mean less than zero, believe wow. me. Um, so anyway, when I switched jobs and I wrote that book and I said, okay, well, what am I going to write about next? Because – you know, people actually like what I'm doing. Clearly, I should try to do it some more. Um, and mm-hmm. so I decided that the next project, and that was going to be a book called Start Winning with Money. 
And I realized okay. that as I went through school and I went through all these classes on, on money and finance and, and accounting and all these things, I realized that I was learning all these crazy terms. I was learning how to do accounts payable and accounts receivables, and I was learning how to process payroll, and I was learning how to do all these crazy things. But at no point during my public education was I ever taught how to handle money, not one mm. time. And so I sat down and I said, I'm going to write this book as if I was talking to my own children. Now, I have two boys, and I wanted to write a book that said, listen, Matt, when you get to age like 14 to 16, before you get that first job, before you buy that first car, before you make that decision on college, what are the things that you should know from somebody that went through it? And that's the book I wrote. It was called Start Winning With Money. It was highly praised. It was critically acclaimed. It was nominated for a book award. I didn't win, unfortunately. Um, but mm-hmm. it really gave it me. Nominated. It was nominated, and that was what was exciting. Mm-hmm. And it and it gave me, you know, a little more recognition for, hey, this guy actually writes some stuff you might want to look at. Mhm. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Now, okay. So now, okay. So you work for an accountant for a small business when you're not writing an investment group, and and you're involved with local charity work and you enjoy your time with your friends and your family. Tell me about your life now that you've left that you've left the mattress world. Now you're into something totally different. Was it worth the leap? I would do it a hundred times over. Mm. <laughs> I really I would. And the answer is yes, beyond belief. And and believe me, I enjoyed my time. I still have a lot of friends um, within that industry, I still talk to a lot of people that I worked with back in those days, um, and most of them are highly supportive of what I'm doing now. They know what I do now. They've, they've even purchased books and everything else, so most of them are great people, um, but I would do it a hundred times over. The reason I would is because the quality of life for me did a complete 180. You know, being in that rat race, I was doing those 60, 70-hour work weeks. I was always out. I was always on the road. I was eating poorly. Um, it was just bad decision after bad decision, and it was all in, all trying to chase the almighty dollar. And wow. when you when you change your priorities and you line things up a little bit, you realize that you can really still have a great quality of life and maybe not have to go through all that. So, yes, I would do it 100 times over. Wow, wow. I mean, okay, so what was what was that transition like financially for you, though? Uh, completely frightening. <laughs> when you go from having, <laughs> uh, and, and believe me, as a district manager um, for a major company that sold mattresses, I can only, I'll, I'll let your mind imagine what kind of money we're talking, but we're talking a pretty nice salary, um, some fantastic mm-hmm. perks, a retirement account, I mean, the whole nine yards. It was it was a pretty substantial amount of money we were talking about on a yearly basis. And to walk away from that and take a, a lower-paying job uh, with a smaller company, um, it, it was kind of a step back. And it was, you know, in a lot of ways you question yourself. You go, is this the right thing? And for me, the trade-off was time. I, I was told that, you know, with the smaller company I work for now, which is privately owned, it's it's not a big company. Um, but working for that smaller company, I have the 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. I handle the accounting side of the business. And, and that gives me the freedom and, and to work on my own things and try to achieve my own goals that I want to on the writing side. Mm-hmm. But it was frightening. And it was that, absolutely frightening. 
I I I I can't imagine. I can't imagine how frightening it is. I mean, I know what is what it is, but I don't want to know because I've been there, <laughs> done that. I've been there, done that. So okay, so now that you have everything that you you've ever wanted in life, you you wanted that freedom, you wanted that 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 creativity. What is it like to be self motivated and to work for yourself? It, it's amazing in a lot of ways, um, and and it's you know everybody. It, I always joke with people because they go, man, it must be nice to work, you know, like that, or work for yourself, or work from home, or or all these other things. And, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people misunderstand the term work and living at home. And, and I mm-hmm. and I don't think that people understand that just because you're at the house or just because you're at your own place of business, you know, whether it be a a retail store or a grocery store or, or, you know, even a sub shop or a sandwich place. Like, it doesn't matter what your business is. When you clock in, you still have to be as motivated to get everything accomplished as if you weren't working for yourself, um, as if your job was on the line every day. And, and I think that's how I have been able to achieve, you know, a lot of success. And I think that's how most people have achieved success. You know, I heard a great quote one time that, that, you know, people that get quote-unquote lucky, it's the combination of, of timing and hard work. Well, I can tell you that the harder I work, the luckier I get. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Okay, so you've done all that. What kind of advice have you have you been able to give other people who have come up to you and said, hey, you know, I want to do something. I want to blah, 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 blah. What would be that one piece of advice you would give them to motivate them and to help them along in their dream, in their goals. Yeah, in in my line of work, what like what puts money in my pocket during the day is not kind of what I'm chasing, right? So the, for me, I'm a little bit different, you know, in that I I love what I do during the day, but it's not it's not a goal. I don't think it's anybody's dream to be an accountant. Like for me, the mm-hmm. writing and and becoming known as an author and, and being somebody that people would look forward to as as providing good content is kind of what my end goal is. And so for mm-hmm. for me um, and, and people talking to me about, you know, that dream, they, they always ask the same question. And whenever you write and whenever you've made a bit of a name or, or a little bit of a reputation as a writer, people always ask the same question. And that question is, how can I do what you do? And the answer mm-hmm. is you can't. The answer is you have to do it your way. Yeah. And I'll explain that a little bit because – I didn't understand that at first, and I felt like when somebody told me that, it was just a generic cop-out so that they didn't have to answer the question. And that's not what I mean by that. (laughs) What I mean by that is I can't write a book like J.K. Rowling or Stephen King Mm -hmm. or Dr. Martin Luther King. I couldn't couldn't write anybody's book other than my book. And so my Mm -hmm. style, my language, my choice of wording is going to be my own. And so, yes, you can get all these pointers in the world from people. You can listen to all these classes. You can go to all the seminars. You can, you know, you can click on YouTube and how to write a book. None of that works, and the difference is, is because you have to be you. And if you're not you and if you're not comfortable with how you are writing, then you're never going to be comfortable with the end result. And, and the second right. piece of advice I give people is don't try to write a book. I never sat down and tried to write a book. When I originally sat down to write the mattress book, all I did was sit down and go, if I was to sell a mattress to my friends and family, what do they need to know? 
Right. It never was a book. <laughs> I hear you. That sounds wow. funny now, right? Because it is a book, but it was never a mm-hmm. book. And so even the books I write now, like the new book, for example, that's coming out, it is called Tempting Ginger, and it's my first step into fiction. And it, Ooh. again, was never a book. It's a story, and that story mm-hmm. evolves. And as you're creating the story, it becomes a book. And I think people that right. write would understand what I mean by that, that you don't sit down and map mm-hmm. out every aspect of the book. As you're telling the story, the story starts to tell itself. Right. Wow. Wow. So, you know, I have the worst time trying to write a book, but I can talk my butt off. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, so funny because I can't, I can't literally, like you said, you know, you went to school and and you sat there and you, I just can't sit there. I just, I, I can't, I just, I don't have, I don't have the motivation to sit and listen and, and study. I can't. Mm-hmm. But I can do it online at my own pace. While I'm in the car, I can listen to my books. You know, I I do have classes online that I I take you know little by little, and I can learn really good with that. So I'm good with that. But I can't sit and write. You kidding me? In the classroom, I got to give up an hour and a half. Not right. happening. Not happening. And then you're gonna talk. I'm gonna fall asleep. This could be my nap time. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just real. I'm just real like that. You know, this is going to be nap time. It's going to be like put my headphones on, get my affirmations going, and just go to sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like for me. I think as we get older, we realize how we can learn and what is our best optimal uh, learning habit, I would say. It- so, and for well, me, technology has made a world of difference. I don't know about for you, but I can't, I'm I'm old school. You know, I'm the guy that sits mm-hmm. down on the laptop and I type it out word for word. You know, I have to right. walk it through in my brain as I'm typing and writing. Um, there's mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many authors I know that use technology or use uh, talk to text uh, technology and, and speech software through their computers, and they just literally talk through a book. I I, mm-hmm. I don't know that I talk that well, so I don't know that it would ever work for me, but for me, it's not my style. I do it the I old way, right? So. No, I got to do that. I got to talk it. I got to <laughs> me writing it down. I, I, I have started writing so many books, and because I have no time, I could talk a book in an hour and a half and be done with it. I'm done. The book is finished. I have written yeah. the book. But if I know I a lot of people – it's not gonna and happen. They, <laughs> and they do it so much faster than me too. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like I said, everybody has their way of doing things that's easier for them. And you know, we all have that one optimal way. We once we find it, though, it's gold. It's gold. And it, and it's different for everybody. And it has to be because no one person is the same. Well, and I hope I did a, a pretty good job of explaining that answer to the audience as well because I want them to understand I'm not telling – you know, nobody can tell you how to write your book. You know, your story, your book, you have to write it your way, and it's not it's not a cop-out, but I could never be Stephen King. I'm, I'm not right. – you know, I'm not near that eloquent in words. You know, he's just amazing mm-hmm. with a lot of his stuff, yeah. and I read all sorts of authors that are the same way. I don't, I don't function like that. Right. <laughs> Well, yeah, definitely. And I, I agree with you. I please, 
Stephen King to write. I'd be too scared to write the book. <laughs> I'm a wolf. <laughs> Some horror movies. I'd be screaming in the middle of the night. Oh. You're know, getting walking through the house with a gun. I heard something. <laughs> Golf club, I, baseball bat, whatever yeah, was handy. Yeah. Whatever is next to me is coming. Is coming with me. <laughs> You're not the only one that's been that way, trust me. <laughs> We've all had that, that moment of reading oh something God. and going, uh, what was that? Uh, yeah, right. No, no. Yeah, if you know if you know Yaya, then you know that Jaws was the the movie that keeps me out of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so you just and it still does. So if you know me, you know I'll go to the beach. But if I see a, 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 a shark in the middle of the ocean, somebody's going to be pulled out by their hair, okay? Because I'm going to get them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I'm an amazing, but that's another amazing example of doing it your way. You know, most of exactly. even realize that the movie Jaws, I think I think somebody told me it was like 68 or 70% of the movie. You don't even see the thing? Like, like you're no. genuinely frightened and you haven't even seen the shark. You know, exactly. so you talk about somebody yeah. writing it their way. You know, their their mm-hmm. whole point of writing it was to frighten you before you ever saw the creature that was supposed to frighten you. I mean, and that's amazing. <laughs> and it worked. It's amazing. <laughs> it did. It worked. And I have that, uh, 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 what was it, um, um, the new one that it just put out last year. Uh, the writer of that book was on the show last year before the movie came out with uh, Jason Statman. Oh. Uh, oh my gosh, that just that just solidified my whole reason for not getting in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I couldn't even write it. Don't even look at me. I'm like, no, just just pass me over when it comes to stuff like that. But I appreciate yep. you being on the show, and thank you so much for being reading your book. Where can people reach you? Sure. The best way to reach me is through my website, DonnieMasters.com, D-O-N-N-I-E, last name Masters, M-A-S-T-E-R-S.com. That's where you can keep up to date with me with all the uh, all the events I'm doing, all the all the different book stuff going on. Um, All that's available there. And uh, of course, if they'd love to write me an email or or ask me questions, I always put that in the back of my books as well. And I publicly post that on the website that I have an email that's publicly accessible, and that's Masters Investment Group LLC at gmail dot com. So either one, oh, I'd be more than happy to respond to people and talk to the talk to the audience and, and answer any questions that they might have. Awesome, and of course, you guys know that we always put the website inside of our description box below the interview. Just go ahead and copy and paste that into your browser and go check out the site, Mister Masters. Thank you so much for being on the show. It has been a pleasure. My absolute pleasure being here, and thank you again for taking the time to talk with me today. Anytime, anytime, anytime. This is my pleasure. This is my leap. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. All right. Bye. Wow, what a wonderful interview. And, you know, so – so far, we've had two guests on the show that have self-motivated themselves to jump from the corporate world of making, like, I don't know how much they made. You know, we're not really getting into that, but a secure salary into a dream that wasn't a reality till they jumped, till they leaped, till they moved towards that goal. 
I want to thank both of them for giving the example to not only me, but to you as the listener to go after your dreams, go after your goals. It is going to look pretty scary, though. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, it's going to be scary. But if you can do it, if you have the faith, if you work it, if if you work it, it can be very rewarding for you. We're going to take a short break and be right back. Don't you go anywhere. You've been listening to Dream Chasers Radio on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Port, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, the Dream Chasers Radio and TV Network, and I am Yaya Diamond, your host. I'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. With all the people that are going after their goals and their dreams, there's so many entrepreneurs going after their dreams and their goals and moving from one area of of expertise to another, this self-motivation thing can be a little bit difficult at times because you don't see what the outcome is going to be. You don't see what you're going for. You don't see it. You you have an idea, but you just don't you don't see it, you know. And sometimes you need that extra person on the outside, and sometimes you do need to just step away and look at it from a, a, a critical point of view. So stepping out of it to look on the inside to see what it would be like if you did that, it sometimes it will give you a false security, but sometimes it doesn't. I want to thank my next guest for calling in. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Hey, Chow Rose. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm are we ready to go? You don't you don't know if you're ready? Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. ready? I'm ready to rock. You yeah. Ready to rock? <laughs> yeah, I heard another voice and I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well you're good, you're good. You're the only voice. you and me. We two voices. Okay. I was Although, like, wait, I heard a male's voice. I was like, I'll wait in my next door. <laughs> Well, I could I could go a little deeper if you want me to. Oh no, no! But <laughs> your voice is just fine. I, I don't think that's gonna work very good. <laughs> so tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. <laughs> um, hey everybody, I want to thank you first of all for having me on the show. Uh, my name is Shaw Rose, and um, I'm a music artist. Uh, I mainly wow. sing R&B, you know, some pop, and then I also have uh, some hip hop tracks as well. Awesome, awesome. So how did you get started? Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't want to say it's been a long journey, but um, I definitely, I, I always sang since I was a, a, a child pretty much. You know, I, I've just always loved music. So it's something that just, it just came naturally. And, you know, once I was kind of put in a position um, to just do it professionally, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Mm. Now, shop. Oh, you know, it, it's like it's difficult in the music industry nowadays. And I'm going to say difficult because most industry people that are, you know, musicians like you and I, uh, 
you don't get a record deal anymore. So why would you do it? Why why be in the music industry? What is it? What is what does it have? What is the appeal for you? Um, I'm gonna be honest. I think you know, um, not getting a record deal is actually better. I mean, we've all heard the horror story, so. I just want to mm-hmm. say that first. Um, you know, it, it kind of became our choice to say, you know what, we want to try to do it on our own, especially now that we have the tools to do it. There's so many mm-hmm. different ways to get your music out there via social media. And, you know, there's so many distribution uh, platforms that allow you um, to go ahead and, and get your music heard in, in the different areas and actually and actually sell it. Um, for me, okay. I, I really make music because I love it, you know, Obviously, mm-hmm. ultimately, you want to make a living uh, doing it because that's just what you want to do. You don't want to have to go to work and then come back and then make music, you know, overnight, and then then you're tired to go back to work. But honestly, I personally make music because I absolutely love it. I mean, I had a, a long mm-hmm. period of time where I just made music, and, you know, I didn't make anything from it, you know, but it's like it's just something that's going to always be a part of me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, how did you know that this was something you wanted to do? I mean, I, when I was little, my mom always said she'd be practicing in the front room or she'd be practicing somewhere, and all of a sudden she'd start singing, and there, was, there it was. I was singing right along with her, <laughs> da, 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 and I couldn't speak, but I I could sing. I, could, I couldn't talk, but I could sing. She said, you couldn't even talk, right. but you were just making these noises. It was annoying. I was trying to work. So where did you know, or did someone else notice? Um, man, for me, I, I think I always knew, you know, music can make you feel a certain kind of way, especially when, when you just absolutely love music and you know it's what you want to do. You know, when you, like, like you said, you couldn't talk, but you could actually just sing. But you know how you felt when you were singing those words, even if you didn't even know what those words mean. It just gives you a, a certain energy, a certain vibe, and you're like, I love this. I absolutely mm-hmm. love this. You know, so wow. that, that's really what it is for me. When I'm making music and, you know, I'm sitting in my room and I'm producing a beat and, you know, all of a sudden it's like this light bulb is going off and I'm in here, I'm, I'm going crazy, I'm going wild. You know, it's a side of me that everybody doesn't really get to see, but it's just, you know, those waves and, and the energy flowing through me, it's like, man, I, I'm, I'm like at my highest point right now when, I, when I'm creating music. So, you know, that's really what mm-hmm. it is for me. I just, I feel it, you know, you know, through, through right. my bones, through my soul and everything. I just absolutely love it. Wow. Well, I absolutely love your song, and uh, I want to let you know we've been playing it. We've been playing it here at Dream Chasers Radio for a couple of days wow. now. And uh, tell me about that song. Tell me about uh, how you, uh, you know, got the, the title and just the whole thing. Tell me about that. Okay. <laughs> so this one, this was a fun track. Um, it, it was just absolutely fun. So I, I didn't write it first. I actually I started off with uh, the beat. So I produced it, mm-hmm. and literally um, that first lead synth right there, I was playing around on my keyboard, and uh, the melody, I just played it as I was, like, just playing around. And um, it, it, like, it went so hard, I was like, okay, that's it right there. You know, there was no – it was one of those beats you make in, like, five minutes because everything mm-hmm. just flowed. And that's what literally happened with this song. Um, it was just super exciting. Um Within like I'm gonna I'm gonna just say 20 minutes at the most. Within 20 minutes, I like had the beat down, 
And I was like, this is popping. Like, I got to put something to this. So I started recording, and I was just going to come up with some different melodies. And immediately, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just pictured myself in the club because it was like, okay, this is a club banger. And I immediately, for some reason, I imagined uh, one of my exes walk up and, that first little intro I did that on one take and I'm like, you know, boy, bye. <laughs> and um, honestly, <laughs> that was a fun one. I literally, when I said I did that on one take, it was one take and the song just flowed from there. I wrote the song that same day. Um, I recorded it in one day and then um, it took me about a week to mix it down and make sure it was sounding good. So um, that, that that was just a fun one that really flowed. That's kind of like that energy thing I was talking about earlier. Like, Sometimes you know you just you just get the right vibe and the right energy in your space and and music does that for me and that's what happened with this track and um, I was like okay this is this is a good one I want to put this one out. Wow! And what's the name of the song? I mean, because I don't know if I have the name the right the name correctly here. Yeah, it's called New New. Yeah. I, so it's girl, it's about getting a new know. boo. Yeah. No. So a originally new, new girl. it was new, a new boo. boo? Yeah, but then, I, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm going to change it to New New because I'm a big fan of the movie ATL. And then for some reason, you know, because I was acting all like, you know, boy, bad in the beginning. I'm like, you know, I picture myself being New New in that situation. So, you know, I kind of I had on the little, the whole little uh, Southern accent and everything. I'm like, okay. So um, that's kind of how I just was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a title that people kind of want to know, you know, what is it? New New what? You know, what's new? Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you a question. One more, one more question. How'd you get your name? Oh my gosh, my name. Um, it was actually given to me by my father. So, um, my real name is Shaquilla. So that's um oh. the beginning of it, which is which is Sha, and that's what my family members call me. They all call me Sha. Um, the Rose okay. side of it was not from Ricky Rose. I just want to make that clear. Because a lot of people think yes. that. Um, <laughs> but it was actually from um from the wine. Um, so the thing okay. was, uh, well, the slogan was, um, like wine, you get better with time. So um, mm. that's really what's behind the meaning of my name. Uh, I continue and I continue every day to sharpen my craft. And mm-hmm. um, I can honestly say, and I can contest to this, um, you get better. You know, you put in your 10,000 hours, you work really hard, and you just continue to get better. You know, so like wine, I get better with time. You know, that in, mm. that includes the black and me looking good, you know. <laughs> Hello. I hear that. I hear that because I look good, too. I'm just going to say I that know, right here. Right, you know, <laughs> got to keep it. <laughs> so I'm looking good, you know, a little loving oh, myself, man. looking in the mirror going, baby, you know what? If you had a number, right, I would yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going I'm to leave it there. I'm going I'm to play new, new, because we get ready to get new, new right here. Right here, we yes. get ready new, new. And you hold on. Look, I don't know why you were all up in my face. I told you I'm done with you. I've been done with you. Bring that thing back, but he messing with that I don't move around like that now I'm way too low, you for this That's my own paper, but you I dismissed yeah. I got that drip of the drop The flow is so nice, got that drip to the drop Yeah, now you just all in my face Trying to be in my face, I already replaced it Now he wanna talk about love, I'm gone Baby trying to hand out hugs, I'm gone 
You really love the track, and you know what played out. I really do. I'm sorry I, for that. Let me I'm tell you, I'm it. playing it. It's staying right there, right there, right <laughs> in my in my queue, right new new. I thought I had it wrong. Yeah. I was like, do I got it wrong? New new. Okay, whatever. She yeah, because it was like it was either new new, new new man or new new. So I think new new was more, new. you know more intriguing than all of the other ones. I like new new. <laughs> I like new new. So. Now that everything has begun for you and you got this this track, which it, I I can already see it if it if it's promoted right, because you know it's all in the promotion, it's all in getting it out there, it's all in grinding and stuff. What what do you see yourself doing in the next like say year or so? In the next year, um, I do have plans to um, get to the BET Awards. Um, obviously, you mm-hmm. know when you come in as a new artist, I mean I'm not going to be on the main stage, but I would like to you know be present and. You know, that's part of that marketing and promotion you're talking about, just getting people Mm -hmm. to hear the music, you know. So in the next year, I really see myself actually um, just just getting getting that good promotion and sparking and people saying, okay, who is Sha Rose? You know, I have a decent Mm -hmm. fan base right now, but, you know, I want to at least hit 30 of the 50 states. I mean, with this track, I should be able to hit them all. Um, As long as, like you said, the promotion is done right, you know, uh, this is a this is a huge one. You know, um, people can relate to it. It's a club banger. It can be played pretty much anywhere. You know, there's no profanity in it or anything like that. So I think right. I think it can go far. So I think, I think you know, so in a too. year, commercial. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where okay, at this point, 
people will know who Shar Rose is. You know, I want to have my mm-hmm. little check mark on Instagram, that whole deal. You know, so. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's one little question. I hear right. you. I hear you. No, you know, one, obviously, one you know, you want to. Okay. No, no, obviously, you want to what? Oh, I was going to say uh, start, you know, touring more. Like, I mean, I'm performing, but I want to actually, you know, go on a tour. I have a ton of other mm-hmm. songs. Um, mm-hmm. that I've released and that I'm going to be releasing. So I, I would like to go on a tour. You know, I'll call it the new, new tour. Um, and, okay. and just, just take good. this year to really start moving around. And I think that will be, I think that's um, attainable, you know, within a year. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Let me ask you a question. What was the biggest thing that you've had to sacrifice to do this? <sighs> to do this time, relationships. You know, um, when you're when you're creating, you, you kind of have to get into like this different mode. Like your phone will be somewhere else. You you have a hundred missed calls. You know, you could find yourself not eating. You know, you'll be in the studio for hours upon hours, and before you know it, you were in there in the morning, and then it's dark outside. You know, so you sacrifice mm-hmm. you sacrifice a lot of time and relationships. Like, um, you know. I don't want to say friendships because real friends, they understand, you know, so you you can get into your creative mode. You can, you can do a studio lock in and they get it and then you can hit them up and then it's like nothing changed, you know, but um, Mm -hmm. like romantic relationships really hard because, you know, obviously to make that work, it's a two way street. You have to be there, you know, uh, emotionally, physically. And it's really hard to do when, when you're trying to, get somewhere in the music industry. It's so demanding, you know, to constantly, especially, I mean, nowadays people will put out a single. It's not like back in the day, you know, where you had to either buy the CD or hear your song on the radio. You know, today Mm -hmm. so many streaming devices and and different things going on um, where if someone wants to play a song, they they can just play it out and then they'll get tired of it and they're looking for the next thing from you. So you have to really have, have some things archived to continue to push out if you're not going to be in the studio mm-hmm. all the time. So I find myself always creating because I want to have a huge archive. Or if I want to go on vacation, right. you know, I'll have, you know, my song that I'm going to release every month already taken care mm-hmm. of. That way I can actually spend time with loved ones and, and, and chill sometimes. Right. Wow. wow. Well, I want to thank you, Sharon Jay, for being on the show, for bringing new, 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 new. You guys remember that? New, new. That's how it works. Where can people reach you? Um, they can reach me um, on any social media platform at Shaw Rose, and that's spelled mm-hmm. S-H-A-R-O-V-A-E. Okay. And that goes for um, any, any streaming um, platform as well. So Spotify, iTunes, Tidal. Wherever you listen to music, SoundCloud, you can you can reach me there as well. Awesome. And you guys know the deal. All you gotta do is go ahead and go to our uh, to our book, our description box right below uh, of this interview, and copy and paste her name into the browser for social media: Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud. Any it's, it's all shoppers. I already checked her out. I love it. <laughs> Let me ask you one question. Self motivation okay. is is like is something that's key when especially when you're music you know you're musically inclined you're you're an artist how do you self motivate how do you get yourself to go 
Um, just because I love it, you know, um, that is like the main key. It doesn't matter who's promoting you, who's backing you. If you're not motivated enough to get things done, you don't go anywhere. You have to have that. And for me, um, I played basketball growing up, actually. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I kind of had music like on the side because I, I, I fell in love with basketball growing up and it taught me a lot. Basketball has taught me discipline. You know, um, it, it's taught me, you know, to have some heart, to work hard for something, to know how it feels to work hard, you know, um, to understand that nothing is given to you, having to earn mm-hmm. different things. So it, it really it really humbled me growing up. You know, I was one of the best, but I really had to work hard to get there. And mm-hmm. when I got older and I decided to take on this music venture, uh, I'm able to look back at that. You know, to think mm-hmm. about all the blood, sweat, and tears, literally blood, sweat, and tears. Like, people hear that, mm-hmm. and they don't, they're like, blood, you know, like, what? Mm-hmm. No, it, <laughs> things get tough, you know, and it happens. There is blood, sweat, and tears. So I had to take that journey from basketball, and I said, you know what? If I put that same energy and discipline into music, I have no choice but to succeed. And you have to mm-hmm. understand, it can also take time, you know. So for me, um... I've just always been very, very disciplined and self-motivated. And if I have a goal, um, I I just work hard to get it because I feel like at the end of the day, you can't fail unless you give up. So you keep working hard and and you're going to succeed at some point. You know, when the stars align, they will align. Right. Well, wow. Charose, thank you so much for being on the show and taking your time out of your busy schedule to be here with us today and, and show people that it can be done. Uh, you know, you, it, are very you know, it, 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 your, your song is amazing. I love it. I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's got that beat, that funk that you just, you, you know, I'm just dancing in my seat, you know? And so I think that, like I said before, I think that you have a very bright future and I'm looking forward to, to having you back and don't forget about little old me when you make it big. Oh, definitely. Anytime, I will definitely come back. Um, I had a great time interviewing with you, and I really, really appreciate you having me on the show. Um, It's an honor to be here, and um, thank you, everybody, who tuned in. Awesome, awesome. You guys, Sharon Rose, her new new, the new new, new new, (laughs) new new. Thank you, girlfriend. I'll talk to you again soon. You keep you keep sending that music to me. I keep I keep stealing it. I will. You know, I got to follow up to this new new. I'm gonna have to send it your way. It's it's a banger too. Oh, you so have to I'm excited. There's a follow up. Yes, to I just new. started on okay. it last. I just started on it last night. So you're gonna love this one too. Okay. All right. So you're gonna have to send that to me. <laughs> All right. All right. All right then. All right then, Charlotte. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. You're welcome. <laughs> She got to follow up to new you guys. New, 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 new. That's how it works. New, new. All right, you guys. That is today's episode of How to Self-Motivate. Each one of my guests today, we had Amerivis who came on. We had Mr. Masters that came on. We had Shah Rose. And each one of them told us that you have to actually jump. That's scary. It really is scary. You know, um, it's, it's nerve-wracking. But if you want, if you want what you want, you gotta do it. You gotta jump. You gotta move. You you just can't. You can't settle. You can't settle. It's the biggest thing ever. But I'm not telling you that you need to jump. 
you got to want it. You got to know that it's not easy jumping. The hard work that you have to invest in it to get it off and running, sometimes you can't just jump right away. Sometimes you got to go, hold on a second, I'm going to do a mini jump, which means you're going to get it started, get it going, and then kind of go, all right, bye. With the other stuff. Just fine. I got this. Now now it's up and running. I got this. So sometimes it's different for everybody. It really truly is different for everybody. And I'm not here to tell you one way or the other. But what I am here to show you is that it can be done. People are doing it every day and so can you. Just do it in your own way. Just like Donnie says, what he is doing, it's not going to work for you. You've got to do it your way. The way you're going to do it, that's what you got to do. You've got to do it your way. My way won't work for you either. You have to do it your way. You know, if you, if, if you need to understand more about where you're going, kind of get some guidance, hit me up. My email address is yayathelifecoach at gmail.com. That's Yaya, the life coach at gmail.com. Let me help you and guide you through your way of doing things. I'm very good at that. Very good at that. And you guys, I mean, all you got to do is hit me up at Yaya, the life coach at gmail.com or go to the singinglifecoach.com, the singinglifecoach, sorry, dot net. I always forget. The singinglifecoach.net. Hit me up there too. Join our mailing list, which will be starting in June. Uh, just pre-register for everything. Yes, once you pre-register, I'll get it. You may not receive anything until June. However, I am looking forward to jumping myself. Here we go, Geronimo. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. I've had a wonderful time, and uh, I, I'm just I'm looking forward to our next show that's coming up this week. You know me, I schedule a week out because it's a lot to do. You know, when you have when you have your own, you have to schedule it in. And I haven't really fully jumped yet. I am doing a mini jump because for me, that's what I need to do. How about you? Be self-motivated today and hit me up and let me know what you're doing. We have Facebook, Dream Chases Radio. And, and let me know how you're working it out. Also, on Facebook, the Singing Life Coach is there. Go ahead and join me there. Uh, and that website and that Facebook social media is going to be active starting June 1st. we got like a mini launch going on. So, hey, why not? Hit me up on any of those spots as well as on YouTube. And let me know what's going on in your life. And how did you make it? How do you self-motivate? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, don't forget to what? You know what I'm going to say. Do I have to say it? Really? All right. Dare to be different. Baby. Yeah. New new. <laughs> I didn't 